And hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another week's edition of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. It's the place where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it's celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, as always, Adam Tollefson. I am entering the Royal Rumble. I know it won't be like last year. Nah, man, stakes are higher, because I know that that window closes for me more and more every day. See you at the Rumble. Is that the Rated R Superstar? Correct. All right. Hold on. I watch Correct. All, all right. <laughs> I watched all of Raw this week. God bless you. Man, I tell you, Rumble season, man, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, you know things are like, uh, I, I, I looked at it before Raw. There was only like 12 women and 13 men confirmed for the Rumble. And I was like, all right. Surprises. You know, and then obviously there was a couple more on Raw, but nothing crazy. You know, we got Edge and I I think there was another one. But either way, we're looking at potentially like 10 people in the Rumble we don't know. Uh, Except, did you see the thing for like backstage or something? I'll hit that in the news. What, they're going to tell you who got number 30 or something? Yeah. I know. I hate that too. That's terrible. I hate That's that. A as terrible well. idea. And and well, and number one and number two for the women's, which I don't like that either. I oh, like. They said that too. Yeah. Let's just fucking. Well, they're spoil trying to everything. drive their ratings. I get it. It's they're they're bringing the show back. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Adam's heated. You're fucking hot already, dude. Three quarters hot. <laughs> well, as we sit down at the old table to record, it is January twenty seventh. Year 2021, and on this day in pro wrestling history. Oh, baby. 1981, Roddy Piper defeats Ric Flair for the NWA United States heavyweight title in Raleigh, North Carolina. This ends Flair's fifth title reign, and as a result, Piper's NWA television title was vacated. Piper held that title since defeating the Masked Superstar on November 1st. I kind of like that when, um, what's like, if you choose to go after a bigger belt. You get rid of the, the lesser? Yeah. Yeah. New Japan should take notes. You hear that? <laughs> but I don't, I've never been a fan of a guy, even, um, I mean, I can look past it a little more, like what we have with Asuka and Charlotte. If there's a tag involved? Yes. Yeah. Like I don't want him stripping the the title off the two dudes with attitudes or, yeah, or anything like that. But Diesel on HPK. Yeah, I, I I at least understand it then. But you shouldn't hold two singles titles. You should, if you are, you should have to defend them. And they were doing that for a while in WWE. Yeah, you should have to defend both of them on each pay per view. As far as I'm concerned, you you have to work double. I agree. If you're gonna have both, you got to defend both. 1985, Eddie Gilbert defeats Jerry Lawler to win the AWA Southern Heavyweight title in Memphis, Tennessee, ending Lawler's 31st reign. He'll be fine. I'm sure he'll turn up somewhere. (laughs) 1987, the Midnight Rockers, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, defeat Buddy Rose and Doug Summers in St. Paul, Minnesota to win the AWA World Tag Team title. I forgot that they were referred to as the Midnight Rockers at one point. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. To start with, right? Yeah. And then they just... Yeah. Too many names, pal. You're the Rockers. (laughs) Riddle, get over here. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Riddle. That guy, I'll I'll stop what I'm doing, though, when he's on screen and watch. Yeah. Did you see him in our truth? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, Riddler. He's the Riddler. 
<laughs> Once again, they're playing off the whole R Truth, like declaring himself for money in the bank or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> 1990, the WWF's 25th edition of Saturday Night's main event airs on NBC, earning an 11.1 rating. 11.1, Adam. That's a lot. Raw's getting like a 2.2 rating right now. And this airs at like 10 p.m. Like right. It's the Saturday Night Live slot. And there's a decent amount of channels back in 1990. It wasn't like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, it wasn't like four. No. It was more than that. Nope. Uh, the show was taped on January 3rd in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the UTC Arena. Uh, 1992. Wait, this doesn't make sense. Uh-oh. Cause it, oh, yeah. Never mind. It does. It, Saturday night's main event's not an annual thing. They would do it quarterly, so this does make sense. Okay. The WWF takes the 30th edition of Saturday night's main event. I was like, how do they get there in two years? Uh, which aired on February 8th on Fox so this must have been during that time where like McMahon and Dick Ebersol weren't seeing eye to eye. So they must have took their took their stuff to Fox for a little bit. I don't really recall it, but yeah. Um a couple of the results. WWF Intercontinental Champion Roddy Piper pinned the Mountie to retain the title. This is the match where uh Mountie went to shock Piper, but Piper was wearing a rubber vest underneath his shirt. Revealed the the rubber vest after (laughs) the match. And then subsequently used the shock stick on the Mountie to get the win. Good shit. (laughs) Um, uh, What else? Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice defeated The Undertaker and Ric Flair by disqualification. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, Things were starting to boil over between Sid and Hogan. I think Sid actually leaves the ringside area. And then Flair shoved the ref or something like that to get the DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Sergeant Slaughter, a couple of uh, Patriots, defeat the Beverly Brothers. Bo and Blake. Blake. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and Randy Savage pinned Jake Roberts. They're, they're in the midst of that feud involving the Cobra and all that stuff. Well, coming off of that. Oh, yeah. Because that was SummerSlam 91 where the Cobra came out of the fucking uh, present during the, like, yes. their wedding. The wedding reception. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. Give me that stuff. Yeah. Nah, sad one. 1993. Legendary Andre the Giant passes away from congestive heart failure due to a tumor on his pituitary gland, causing it to precede excess growth hormone, a condition known as acromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre died in his sleep in Paris, France hotel room. This is sad. Where he was in town for his father's funeral. Oh, geez. I didn't know that part. I saw a picture today of like him at the table with, it must've been his family then. Yeah. It was like hours. It was like that day. Right before. Man. Uh, Andre's last match in the WWF came on April 13th, 1990 at the Tokyo dome in Tokyo, Japan. Before 53,000 fans, uh, the event was called the Wrestling Summit and featured wrestlers from the WWF as well as All Japan and New Japan. Hmm. I wonder if that's on the network. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, Andre teamed with the Giant Baba to defeat WWF Tag Team Champions Demolition in a non-title match where Andre pinned Smash with an elbow drop. So he got a win in his last match. In front of a lot of people, too. Heck Yeah. 2008, WWE holds the Royal Rumble in Madison Square Garden. John Cena, who was a surprise entrant at number 30, would win the Royal Rumble match, last eliminating Triple H. 
the place this is like you see this on um the top 10 most shocking returns or or loudest cheers or pops or whatever yeah imagine if they had backstage back then and they're like number 30 is gonna be fucking john cena (laughs) how hot would you be you don't get that pop then do you yeah i agree with you 2009 on Larry King Live. Rest in peace, Larry King. Uh, Mickey Rourke and Chris Jericho both appeared to promote Rourke's appearance at WrestleMania 25. Uh, Rourke discussed his comeback and said the highlight of his experience was that the wrestling community had embraced the film. Uh, He brought up Vince McMahon and Ric Flair in particular. And then, um, I don't have this in my notes, but I read up on it. Basically, it was like a split screen thing where like, uh, I don't think Jericho was in studio, but Rourke was. Okay. And uh, Jericho's working. Like, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, I saw the film. It's a pretty good representation of, like, minor league wrestling. And you did a fabulous job as Randy the Ram, but it's not really uh, equal to what I do. <laughs> Shit like that. like Poking the bear. Yes, dude. It was great. Poking the Rourke. Speaking of uh, old Y2J, 2010, Chris Jericho and Gregory Helms were arrested in Kenton County, Kentucky. Oh, I don't think I know this. Around one. 5 a.m. by the Erlanger, Kentucky Police Department. Both men were charged with alcohol intoxication in a public place. Dennis. <laughs> they were both bonded out in a little more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say where, huh? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Could be a hotel lobby. Who knows? Could be a Perkins. You get, you get the fucking... The goat and the hurricane together, and uh, all bets are off. That's right. 2013 WWE broadcast the 2013 Royal Rumble from New Orleans. Your winner, 2013. Yep, Batista, John ah. Cena. Uh, he entered at number 19, last tossed out Ryback, and The Rock would also beat CM Punk for the WWE title on this show. Last oh, one. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny it's going through these because you're like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay, so, okay. Can you believe that's uh, seven, seven years ago? It's like that's eight. eight. Oh, boy. 2014, former WWE champion CM Punk walks out of WWE for good after a meeting with Vince McMahon and Triple H. Punk would consider the decision to walk away a retirement. Did you? So Rumble was up his, this week. What's that? I think he shows up Sunday. Eh, maybe. <laughs> you never know. I've gone, um, like, so, I was so hot, like, the first, like, two years after after he walked away, like, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> and then I cooled off on it so much. Right. But then, as of, you know, within the last, like, year, year and a half, I'm like, I think, I think the hard feelings have kind of probably gone away. Sure. It's just a man. He was on Renee Paquette's, um... The second episode of her podcast. Right, I listened to some clips of it. And he was like, basically all it takes for me to come back is a really good story. Yep. But they could, or an insane amount of money. Yep. And he goes, but they could save themselves an insane amount of money if they just came up with a really good story. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you don't, that means the door is not shut. Yes. And in a time right now where I feel like um, there's a lot of buzz surrounding AEW, you need something to I feel combat like a that. Spark needs to happen, and it could. I, unfortunately, I don't think it will happen, but I think it could happen. I think the possibility is greater this year than any other recent year. That's what they're going to spoil on backstage. <laughs> God <laughs> on. damn it! So his his last um, <clears throat> WWE match was was in the Rumble. Yes. Okay. 
I seen a picture earlier this week too. A lot of pictures this week. Um, he comes out and he like kind of does like the Jesus hands. Okay. And somebody had noticed like some, someone tweeted at him or something just said, I was watching this rumble and I never caught this. And sometimes it's the little things in wrestling on his, um, tape on his hands. There's like the stigmata. Oh, uh, really? Red on each one, almost like the wow. martyr. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. And he, and the, he like, I don't think he retweeted it, but he liked it or something. Sure. And I was like, which that's eh, what you do. There you go. Yeah. That's what you do. Damn. Maybe he'll return like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for the Retro Raw Review. Jesus or Jesus or Jesus? I don't, I don't know. Monday Night Messiah. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. I bet he'll return. Be yeah. speaking of <laughs> number thirty. <laughs> Damn it, he won't be number thirty because they're not going to spoil that. On... His baby's going to be number thirty. Well, you remember last year they they awarded number thirty to the winners of the mixed match challenge, and I didn't like that either. Yeah, like that was stupid. Um, yeah, it was terrible. We got to twenty nine. We're like, all right, we already know the rest of this. All right, well, let's get to this raw. I'm Ed Johnson and Crush, right? Yeah, match number one. We are, well, hold on, Adam. I don't do this for nothing. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. I've been screwed by you. Brett's screwed, Brett. So I quit. (laughs) Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. I put together a very unique match. The Undertaker, Vader, Stone Cold Steve Austin, rep the hitman hard if he accepts. I accept, but we don't need to wait till February. Let's do it right now. That was action from last week. That's right, but tonight, those same four individuals are here, and all hell's gonna break loose. Hey, I told you I watched Raw this week. Was that a new open, like brand new, or have they been doing that for a little while? Uh, I'm not sure because I usually wait a few minutes and then go to live because we know usually it opens with somebody talking. Eight minutes of promo. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a good question. Probably. See, I mean, it has to be fairly new, but I wasn't sure if I caught like the first one. Okay. Ah, like you said, match number one, Ahmed Johnson versus Crush. Jailbird. <laughs> As Crush is making his way to the ring with the Nation of Domination minus Farouk. Uh, they show a clip from a house show the day before at MSG where Ahmed was teaming with Savio Vega against the Nation of Domination. And Ahmed Johnson goes for a tag and Savio clotheslines him over the old top rope. Well, not over, but you know what I'm talking about. Pulls his head down. What do yeah. you call that? I would call that. It's kind of. It's weird. Yeah. You choke the guy with yeah, the rope. With the rope. Yeah. Like, you pounce him. But uh, like he holds the head and then he, then Savio drops to the floor and like chokes him on the. Yeah. You know, yeah. guys, you know what the fuck we're saying. Come on. Um, <laughs> Crush got the jump on Ahmed before the bell even rang. Uh, but it didn't take long for Ahmed to turn the tables. There was a pretty good spot where Crush was coming off the second rope. And Ahmed Johnson just drop kicked him out of midair. Did you see that? Yeah, I like that. That was pretty that was, fucking that was good. Pretty good. Um, the ref then goes to check on Crush, but Farouk hits the scene. He throws Ahmed into the steel steps, tosses him back into the ring, and what does Crush hit Adam? The heart punch. The good old-fashioned heart punch. Uh, he picks up the win. Um, Did you see earlier in the match, before they went to break, they are like, Oh, there's Farouk 
peeking out of the raw sign. Yeah, and he's, he's just, just like, like <laughs> just sticking his head out. <laughs> I'm so over these uh, stay tuned yeah. bits. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have to deal with it too much longer. But <laughs> next up, we get an in-ring interview. Vince McMahon's hosting it. Uh, HBK is out. And this is the first we're hearing about a special edition of Raw on February 13th called Thursday Raw Thursday. And in my head, I thought that they had to pivot to this because of the Shawn Michaels uh, thing that's going to come up here in the next couple weeks. Um, like, I thought it was them pressing an emergency button, but apparently they had this in the works. Yeah, because he's out there. Crowd was wanting Shawn, too, right before they went to the break for that. The yep. Year, we want Shawn. You got to wonder if they're not just, like, hyping up the crowd somehow yeah. beforehand. I don't know. So it was pretty spot on. I don't know. Yeah, but they do say that at that Thursday Raw Thursday, Sid's going to get his rematch against Sean for the WWF Championship. Uh, Vince then asks for HBK's thoughts about the four-man elimination match. And right then, Breath Hitman Hart starts making his way down to the ring. Uh, he snatches the mic from Vince McMahon and tells Sean to do whatever it takes to regain or retain the title against Sid. Because when he leaves the victor of the Fatal 4-Way, he wants it to be Shawn Michaels that he takes the title from. At 100%, I might even watch your back. Yeah. I might even go as far to say I got your back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next, then Vince is like, what about Sid? And he yeah. like took the mic from him almost or like walked over to his mic. Like, You're forgetting about Sid. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Vince. Vince loves Sid. Vince loves Sid. <laughs> Next out, we get The Undertaker. Uh, and Lawler's still doing commentary when all this is going on. So every once in a while, he gets a, gets a little quip in or whatever. But yeah. he kind of spoils it that all four guys are supposed to come down to this interview. Oh, okay. I you know that. what I mean? He's yep. like, yeah, wait till, wait till Vader gets out here or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And just, I don't know. Um but next out, like I said, is The Undertaker. And he's like, with all due respect, Hitman. <laughs> this doesn't work for me at this point. Uh, it's strange uh, seeing Undertaker talk for himself. Like, right. We would go on to get to be used to it. Yes. But at this, this point, is early. he cuts like a two-minute promo. And it's just, that is rightfully mine. <laughs> You want to talk about being screwed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he tells Sean to give his soul to the Lord because that belt and your body belongs to me. Is that what he said? Yes. I kind of missed the last part. On, so I wrote down, did he say belt and behind? Belt and body. He definitely didn't say ass. <laughs> I know he didn't. Belt and body, you're mad. Yeah. Belt and body works. It's yeah. when you're wrestling a <laughs> soap joint in the mall. <laughs> smells like smells like urine in here. <laughs> belt and body works. <laughs> why does it smell? Why does it smell like a jock strap in here? <laughs> it smells like stinky. Leon. Leon. Uh, speaking of, he's supposed to come out in this segment. Uh, but next up is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, like I said earlier, Lawler is still on commentary. He's like, oh, Steve Austin, I love this guy. Uh, he starts listing off dastardly things that Steve Austin likes to do. Did you catch all that? <laughs> he likes to park in handicapped spaces. Yes. This is, good. this is the type of guy that, yeah. It's the type of guy that pledges money to a telethon and then doesn't pay. Yeah. Never pays him. Um, he likes to give lost people directions and leave out a turn or two. <laughs> I just loved it. Um, 
Steve Austin chooses to stay in the aisle way and then signals for Jim Ross to come down and bring a mic over. I recognize an ambush when I seen one. Yeah, he says that uh, he kind of says his piece about waiting until the 16th to get his hands on these guys. Uh, and he turns to walk away, but Vader is in the entrance. And then Steve goes, on second thought, I'll whip your asses right now. <laughs> yeah, just runs at the ring. <laughs> and uh, he runs at the ring, but he like fakes those guys out. Yeah. And then he takes a powder and just starts jawing with Vader the entire way back. Like, do something, fat boy. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was fucking awesome. It that was, was like a awesome. baller move. That was. I totally, totally like that. Um, match number two, because the show goes to break right after that. Match two is the British Bulldog versus Doug Furness. We've seen this a lot lately. Yeah, a lot of renditions of this guy. Davey two, Boy versus Dougie. The teams met at one of the In Your Houses recently. Then on Raw, for sure. Yeah, then on Raw, and then we've had a, at least one, maybe two singles matches with these guys. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, as Bulldog is heading to the ring with Owen and and uh, Clarence Mason, Vince says that Ahmed Johnson is in the back with a 2 by 4 hunting for Nation of Domination members. <laughs> Finds him, too. Is that later? <laughs> That's way later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he finds the door. He does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we. I was like I was saying. We saw these guys team up or in tag team action uh, last week, and I said get used to it because Vince says during this one that the two teams will meet for the titles at the next in your house pay per view. It's like I felt like they had more tag team tag teams. At this time, but I was I'm wrong. Like, name two other tag teams that you've, but you could name like the Godwins, and like I don't think the Rockers are together anymore. The new Rockers haven't seen them in a little bit. Who else? The Guns broke up. Yep. Yeah. Good point. There's like nobody else. They even brought the Tog Farmers back in this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's, there's, like, there's just there's, nothing. There's absolutely nothing in the tag division right now. Um, <laughs> the guys are brawling on the outside and then Bulldog picks up the ring steps. Did you see that? Yeah. He clocks them. Dude. Like, like legit. <laughs> like legit just throws them down on the guy. I wish they'd go back to that instead of the old uh, Irish whip into the, you know, yeah. the shoulder block. I don't, I love when they pick it up and clunk. Dude. Like, you don't see that. You see the, they hold it sideways or just normal ways and, and clock the guy. But yeah, he like throws it at him, like yeah. drops it on his There's head. There's no faking that. No. No. Nope. It's crazy. Um <laughs> I I I'm like, how is that not a DQ though? The ref is right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand I, I don't understand rules sometimes. Oh, if it's outside of the ring. Yeah, I don't get but that. But no, because I swear to God, if a guy like picked up a chair and wrapped a guy with it over on the outside, they would call that. that. Did you hear Owen too? <laughs> He's like I forgot what point, but they said uh Doug's from Canada. Is that yeah. where it is? Yeah. And he's like, he's giving Canada a bad name. He's like, <laughs> he's lousy. Just like my brother, Brett. <laughs> a loser. <laughs> he's a loser. Like my brother, Brett. I think I yes, did hear something about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great, dude. Um, we then get a shot from the back for the uh, Ahmed situation. Like you said, he finds a door that says nation of domination. He kicks it open. You're going to have to pay for that, too, because the door jam, like, came apart. <laughs> um, the room is empty. 
And then uh, the match, it's a pretty back-and-forth affair. At one point, Owen hops up on the apron with his Slammy Award. Oh, yeah. He's going to hit LaFon with it, but uh, LaFon reverses the Irish whip. And instead, it's Davey that gets clobbered with the uh, Slammy. Which, how did they not just get the pin there? It was weird. He went for it, right? But he kicked he went out for it, too. He kicked out it, too. <laughs> and then there was, like, a weird... So, so, ba- like basically, Davey forth. reverses a sunset flip, if you will. Yes. And pulls the legs up. And Davey gets the pin. Just to, I And guess, then he's all mad at Owen. To further the story, I guess. Yeah, but, but like, wouldn't the story still be furthered if Owen cost him the match? Yes. But then again, I guess the story is, yeah, sorry. You know, I yeah, yeah. We still got we it. We still, still got, got it. it. We're good. We're all good, right? right? Yeah. I'm good with that then, I guess. I just talked over my head. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tensions are definitely rising for the champs. Uh, looks like they're about to implode. But eventually they reluctantly shake hands and we are off to the match number three. Mankind and Vader, both um, managed by Paul Bearer. Yeah, and at the beginning of this match, I was like, "All right, these two, these two guys together with Paul Bearer, this is now that's a tag team." <laughs> yeah, mm. well, mm. they take on the Godwins. This is a main event anywhere in the world. Uh, at the beginning of the match, Lawler makes a comment about Vader washing his tights in the Godwins slot bucket. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 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 Everything you think. I just heard Jim Ross talk about something about Vader, and he's like, Vader would go home to Colorado, and he wouldn't take his gear out of his bag and wash it. He'd just bring it back the next week. And like, he's like, I had to go have uncomfortable conversations with Vader, a grown man, and tell him he needs to fucking wash his gear because that was like the crux of HBK not wanting to work with him. Really? Because he's fucking stunk. And it wasn't necessarily him, but it was his gear. Most, uh, what you hear was those gloves. Yeah, those like padded leather yes. gloves. People Oof. are like, dude, if he like it's gets like the you in a headlock, gloves, you know? it's just oh, just disgusting, dude. Um, now this was um, this was weird. Vince says that next week on Raw, the Royal Rumble match will be aired on network television. Now that's a ratings grab. Yeah. Um, Vader and Mankind seem reluctant to be working together, but it does kind of make sense being that they're both managed by Paul Bearer. Right. Um, at one point, all four of the guys are on the floor, and I swear to God, Henry Godwin is, like, throwing live rounds. Did you catch that? Mm-mm. Like, it looks... He goes to Mankind, and he's just, like, left, right, left. And and Mick, like, stumbles over the steps and everything. Oh, like, shit. It looked like he was going off, mm. like, teeing off for real. Maybe he was. It was, it was crazy. Um, I thought it was a pretty good tag match. It was. And, like, know? I never realized it as a kid, probably because he was saddled with that gimmick. But, like, Henry Godwin is a strong, tough it's son a of a bitch. big fucker, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Um, the finish to the match comes as Mankind is going to hit Henry, who was being held by Vader with a steel chair, uh, and Godwin ducks out of the way, causing Vader to take the chair shot. I love how they pointed out, like, he had enough steps to, to stop himself. He could have held up. He could have held up. But Mankind's <laughs> just, like, maniacally smiling about it. Yeah. And then, for some reason, the match is awarded to the Godwins. See, what's up with that? If Bulldog does it with the steps, <laughs> yeah, you can't do it with the It's like the Bret chair. Hart says, it's a lawless land. <laughs> it's a fucking lawless land right now. Um, and then the last thing we see is Ahmed Johnson in the parking lot. He walks up on PG-13, putting all their shit into a limousine. Okay, do you want to talk about shit that doesn't make sense? <laughs> 
Yeah. So one guy one guy jumps into the open passenger window. That makes sense. But Johnson grabs the other one. Hold on. He comes okay. running in, swinging the yeah. two by four. Yeah. Drops the two yeah. by four, throws him into the trunk, trunk slams it, the lid, then picks then- up the two by four and tries to like hit the car or him with it. Yeah. And it's like you yeah, you should have hit him. Then threw him in. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's what that's what you would have done if you're really trying to hurt a guy. Um, but yeah, the car speeds off, and that's how we end Raw. I thought it was a pretty solid show, um, aside from the matches. Like I, yeah, yeah, storyline kind of went uh, went good, and yeah. like you said, that tag match was good. Um, but I loved the, I loved the in ring stuff with with Brett and Sean and Taker, Taker right. and Austin and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked next week. It's kind of the start of a new era in the history of Monday night raw. It's the February 3rd, 1997 episode. Um, couple changes are going to be implemented. You know how Vince said they're going to show the whole rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, Adam is the beginning of the show moving to a two hour format. Oh boy. So with the, Commercials cut out on the WWE Network. Okay. You're looking at about an hour and 35 minutes. That's not terrible. Going up from about 48 40. minutes now. Yeah, that's not bad. So whatever. Also, the PG rating moves to a TV 14 rating. All right. So it's like the Attitude Era seeds are being sown. They don't technically consider this the beginning of the Attitude Era. Um, I think like WWF would probably consider Survivor Series 97 the probably start. the start. Sure. It's such a big moment. But with, with the fact that Raw moves from one hour to two, and they at this point they don't have two hours of live stuff to do, which is why they're, why they're airing that Rumble match. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, yep. But Vince has been lobbying behind the scenes because Nitro has uh, has two hours. Right. He wants two hours. Yeah, he's got to go to war. So he's yeah, we're going to war. We are going to war. <laughs> uh, with a we are going to war with a TV fourteen rating. God damn it. <laughs> Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. Uh, We talked about some of the new WWE Funko Pops that were announced last week. Remember all those? Yes. Um. I guess there's a thing called Funko Fair that's been going on like almost for a week now. Yeah. I think where they keep dropping stuff every day. Yep. New ones. Um, so after we recorded last week, they showed a Stone Cold Steve Austin with two belts. And he's wearing like an Austin 316 shirt. And I guess that's a 7-Eleven exclusive. Interesting. Um, they've done 7-Eleven exclusives in the past. I've never gotten one because it was kind of before I started collecting them. But there's like a Rey Mysterio that was only available there that is now like hundreds of dollars if you want to try to track it down. Oh, shit. And they've done other weird exclusives. Like there's a there's a pink tight CM Punk Hot Topic only one. Hmm. I don't know. So I don't know what the parameters are. But Do we have 7-Elevens around here like in Milwaukee or something? Madison's got Madison, some, yeah. but I, I don't know. Like most of these things, like there's a there's that 92 Royal Rumble Ric Flair that's going to be a GameStop exclusive. 
I was able to hop on GameStop and order, like pre-order one. Well, you can't just fucking pre-order from 7-Eleven, I don't think. If you do, get me a slushy. I will. <laughs> slushy to the dome, bro. Um, they also showed... Um, so last year, right around WrestleMania season, Funko teamed up with Walmart. And remember, they had that four-pin set from... It was oh, like yeah. Almost all of it was like WrestleMania 3 themed. They yep. had Lunchbox. Yep. They had the Hulk Hogan... Um, Exclusive pop. They also had the six or the uh, the six inch Andre, Andre pop. Giant, yeah. They had a T shirt and something else that I'm missing, but whatever. Um, they're doing the same thing this year. They're they're teaming up with Walmart, and things are um, circulating around WrestleMania 17 this time around, which nice. is an awesome WrestleMania. Um, but they showed a Rock and Sock Connection two pack. Yep, I saw that. That looked awesome. Um, they also have a WrestleMania 17 lunchbox featuring Rock and Austin, a pin set, four pins, uh, Piper, Mankind, Austin, and Rock, and there's also a Rock and Sacco's t-shirt that's kind of a takeoff on the Bootios t-shirt. Oh, okay. It's pretty like good. Like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun. Um, WWE.com showed off a bunch of Mattel stuff. Most of it we already knew about, but everything shown was already in the box. So that always indicates to me that like it's coming down the pike pretty soon. Um, one thing that was shown is that, that we hadn't even heard of yet, and they showed on-card images of it, was the next wave of the WWE Masters of the Universe. Oh. Uh, there's another Ultimate Warrior, a Kane, a Goldberg, and a Stephanie McMahon. Interesting. And somehow, the day before they even announced it, people in Canada... They still have Toys R Us in Canada. Oh, really? People in, in Canada were posting pictures from Toys R Us of these figures already on the shelves. That's crazy. Yeah, and and everybody's like, "Bullshit! This is fake. These haven't even been these haven't even been rumored, let alone announced yet." And then the next day, they're like, "Yeah, they're coming." And then so it's like these were real. Wow. I don't understand how they get out, but apparently they did. Um, the hell is going on today? My phone keeps going <laughs> off. I don't understand it. Who showed up in AEW? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where am I? Um, another highlight was inbox images of Legends Series 7. There's a pretty kick-ass Vader from like his New Japan days. Nice. With the Mastodon yes. helmet. He's got mostly black gear. But that one also has like swappable heads. So um, it's got the head. And then it's got the head with with the uh, rubber uh, red rubber mask you yep. put on it. It's got the mastodon helm. It's got it looks awesome. That's like, cool. I like I'm that. totally in on that. Um, which they've done two Vaders before, and I don't have either because they both fetch a high dollar. Yeah. Um, and the second one they did was like mashup kind of style where it was the like '97 WWF Vader. Yep. But they also included that Mastodon helmet, which he never wore right. in WWE. So it was like, yeah, it's like, but you want that accessory because yes, it's fucking do. cool. It's a good one. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so in that, also in that set was DDP that looked pretty good. Uh, that Brutus Beefcake Dream Team. Yep. And John Cena. This one was kind of weird because he's in like the prototype gear. Oh, you know what I mean when he yeah. first came out. Yep. But it also, but it includes. The um, Vince McMahon devil puppet from the Bray Wyatt Funhouse. 
So is it from the WrestleMania last year? But then why would that be in a Legends line? So I don't understand. It's weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. It's kind of strange. I'm sure someone will probably excite for it. Than yeah. me. I don't know. Um, Jazz wears. Just today, they showed inbox images of Unrivaled Series Four. Um, that's the one that's got like Santana, Ortiz, uh, oh, Sammy yeah. Guevara, Matt Hardy, another Cody, and another Kenny. Yep. Um, they're definitely doing the Santana and Ortiz from that parking lot fight. Nice with uh, the the best, best friends. friends because Santana comes with like the sock with a baseball in it. Yes, and uh, Ortiz comes with a flip flop. I always and, thought it was uh, like a orange, but yeah, okay. Maybe it, baseball like sounds baseball. way hardcore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Just, <laughs> I think it's, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, they also Jeremy Padauer also stated that. Starting in a few waves, that's the verbiage that was used, the chases, which are now, you know, a 500 or a 1,000, mm-hmm. will get bumped up to be 3,000 or 5,000. Let's go lose value, right? For sure. <sighs> so it's a double-edged sword. More people are going to get their hands on it, but in the in sense, like, your days of getting, the five. you know, 500 bucks for a one of 500 MJF are, are over. Right. What and do you I, like better? I, I kind of like the 500 or 1,000. I do, too. I think that's cool. Because, and the reason I like it is because if you really want it, you can get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to have to pay up for you it. You want to pay. You're either going to have to to really, really hunt for it, or you're going to have to pay up for it. But I like the limited availability. I do, too. I don't know. It's it's a prestige thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, Zombie Sailor Toys um, shared some concept art for the next Hasbro-style figure. This is the one they teased last week, Dan Housen. I saw it. It's looks, official. Looks pretty cool. You see like the sketches and everything? Yeah. You know who drew those sketches? No. Ron Rudat, who worked at Hasbro when they were making the WWE figures. Oh, really? And did all the sketches for those figures, is the one doing all the concept art for these figures. Wow, that's kicking like, ass. Talk about dipping into the uh, the nostalgia bucket. Yeah. Comes with a jar of teeth. I didn't see that. It says it does. Really? Yep. I saw that it has a cape accessory. Cape and a jar teeth. That's fucking cool. Um, they just, like, the date on that Ron Rudat drawing was January 25th, so only two days ago. Um, also, today, did you see the one today? No. Sabu. Oh, really? Sabu with the removable, like, headdress, headdress? and yeah. he's, like, pointing at the sky and shit, dude. I'm super pumped. Like, I'm hoping. I'm hoping these aren't super limited. Like, I'm hoping you can order these or pre-order them. Or A lot of companies now are doing, um, like, a timed pre-order. Almost like what Pro Wrestling Tees did with that uh, Vader micro brawler. Like, it's coming like, out on this day. You got 24 hours. Yeah, or, like, two weeks. Just give us two weeks or something like that to... If you want it, order it. Right. And after that... Because that also leaves time for, like, third-party sellers like Ringside to order you know, a hundred of them or whatever, and then they can charge whatever they want or whatever, but they're normally pretty good about not checking it. Gouging, too. You're right. Yeah. Not gouging. Um, I don't know, man, the Sabu, the Dan Housen, they look amazing. Like I can't wait. I can't wait till these start rolling out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we alluded to it earlier. WWE backstage returning to FS one this Saturday night. And Renee Paquette will continue to host the show. I wonder if it'll be Renee young or if she'll go by her shoot name now. Probably just Renee think so no last you don't get two <laughs> names man you don't need a last unless name, you're man. kevin owens <laughs> um similar to cm punk who appeared on an analyst as an analyst a couple times she's working for fox 
not WWE. So I was wondering about that. Yeah, I'm like I thought she left. Those but. are the parameters of that. Gotcha. Um, then some big news hit about the WWE Network. Yeah, it's going away, sort of. Um, and signed to Dalton Castle, right? <laughs> Come on, I thought I saw something about a peacock. peacock. <laughs> I, I just after I said "come on," I put two and two together. Um, yeah, NBC's Peacock app has paid a reported one billion dollars to absorb the WWE Network into their streaming service. Um, all the content on the network will now be available, as well as live pay per views. I think they said the change is occurring on March eighteenth. So I don't know if you actually have to do. Yeah, I don't know what we knows. have to do. Yeah, what do we um, got to do? But they did say that the Peacock has two tiers of pricing, $4.99, which includes ads, and then $9.99, which is ad-free. Right. So you're already paying $9.99 now. Yeah. So now you're going to get WWE Network plus whatever Peacock has, which I know they have The Office. The Office. Um, And then my other thought on that was, so, so USA Network is a subsidiary of NBC Universal, who owns this Peacock network? Right. One of the reasons why, um, if you if you watch Raw on the network, they're always like a month behind. Yeah, is because that's something to do with their TV deal. Right. So now, if if they're on this Peacock app, who owns USA? Can you watch it? I'm wondering if Raw will be available like next day because NXT is available next day. It's really weird. It is weird, and I love watching NXT on the network. I do too. I, I screwed I, on Hulu it's with the, the reason ads, why. It's know? almost the reason why I watch AEW on Wednesday nights is because I don't have time to do both. Right. So and you can power through an NXT. Power through an NXT the, the next night on the network. And I love the jump to function. Yes. Hulu has been pissing me off with that stuff. Like I'll leave off and I'll go back to it, and I no matter. How I get back to it, it always makes me start over. Yeah, it's annoying. It's really annoying. Um, Did I see something about that? We ha- you have to buy Mania, all the pay per views except for Mania. No, no. Okay, they said in- including WrestleMania. Good, good, good. I wonder if that was a sticking point because they made sure to say yeah, including it, WrestleMania. Okay, that's probably what I probably yeah. Um, new arrivals got anything? I, I got I got one thing um, for your pins because I had like a little mini pin board, but it, I filled yeah. it up. So I ordered this thing. It's pretty cool. It's um, it hangs on a string if you want, and it's like, I don't know, a piece almost of, like a banner. Does it yeah, look like, a banner? like just a big long uh, rectangle, but it's got like these flaps. So you can, if you want to, just stick the pin to it. Great. If you want to not, if you want to like, so, like so with that Rob Van Dam one we have with like yeah. the two, yeah, like I can position them kind of. I don't know. It, it's pretty sweet. It was pretty inexpensive too. Where'd you get it? Just off Amazon. Nice. I'll send you a link. It was pretty cool. I thought of you because I know you're starting to run out too. Yeah, I'm debating what I'm going to do, but I think like I have that little overhead space there. I think I'm going to cover that with cork board, nice. like paint it black and do the same thing I did over there. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, so it's just because that's kind of wasted space. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's way better than my thing. I don't have a, a lot of stuff, but I, I did get a couple Funko Pops. So I got that Macho Man Randy Savage a couple weeks ago. And then a guy posted this in one of the Facebook groups, and I, and it says, like, Diamond Collection, only at GameStop, whatever. I was like, oh, I ordered that thing from Amazon, but it doesn't have the stickers on it. Like, is it the same one? And he goes, well, the Diamond Edition has glitter, <laughs> has glitter on it. <laughs> and he goes, and then I'm pretty said, sure it's sold. 
<laughs> he sold it to me for like 20 shipped. I didn't think that was terrible. Yeah, that's cool. Plus the box, I was like, it was one of those instances where the, um, there's a box on the porch and I'm like, and it was big. And I'm like, I don't, rem- like, I don't remember ordering anything that's like, I, I don't know what's going on. And I opened the big box and inside the little box with that Funko Pop in it. And I'm like, the guy could have just shipped it in that little box, honestly. Right. Instead, of, he paid nine ninety for shipping. Some people don't know what they're so doing. He, so he he had to have spent 10 bucks on the Pop. Right. So he if he sells it to me for 20 shipped, he's he's made no money. <laughs> like, I don't understand that at all. Um, the second Pop I got showed up today. It's an Amazon exclusive. It's the Undertaker Boneyard match. Oh, that's sweet. I did hear that this came out. That looks good. It looks really good. Um, His last match, right? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mania's coming up. <laughs> I just Rumbles on, this weekend, I was dude. just on Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the last thing I got, this is really fucking cool. Um you know we got Big Kev coming for a sign for a signing in oh, April. Yeah, I've been looking at some stuff. Yeah, me too. And things, you know, some of the figures kind of get up there in price. Um, I still think I might have him signed a NECA Super Shredder. I'm kicking that idea around. It's fun. It's it's fun. Um, but this kind of came in my lap on high spots, and um, I had I grabbed this Jesus Christ. It's oh. a NWO Wolf Pack you turnbuckle started, pad. Huh? Well, I already got Sting. You already got Sting. That's the hard part's done. Sting's already on there. Jesus, um, what'd that run you? Hundred bucks. Oh, really? That's not terrible. Well, one oh nine. That's not bad, right? Yeah, I, I was thinking way more. Um, I would have preferred Sting to sign it sl- smaller, <laughs> so I had more room for more guys. But so he took up most of the bottom. But I feel like I can get Kev and Scott at least up top. There you go. And as long as I have those guys, I'm good. What about K Dog, man. Well, he can find some. There's probably some room. There's a lot of room on the back. <laughs> um, but yeah, these turnbuckle pads are really cool. This one's actually like embroidered. Too. That looks really good. I was surprised. Um, I don't know what these like. I feel like I feel like it was a fair deal. Yeah, I think that that definitely. I thought. I thought you were going to say about 200. <laughs> well, people, that's another thing is, um, like, I saw one of these Razor Ramon ones sell on eBay for 275 Right. And, like, I th- I don't even know if I paid 100 for that. Yeah. I might have paid a hair under. Those look cool, too. So, I don't know. I do wish that they made these, uh, the, the boxes, the shadow boxes that I put them in, mm-hmm. they're actually for, um, they're metal cases for, like, uh, war medals. Oh, you get really? them at Michael's. Oh no shit. But they happen to be sized perfect. It's like 14 uh, by 22. Um, I wish they came in white because you like, yeah, it looks so dark in those, yeah. in those boxes. It would pop a little bit if it was white. You're right. But they don't. So I could either a paint it or B just deal with it as it is, which is probably what I'll do. All right, Adam, you ready? Yep. It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. I watched uh, Nobody Can Kill David Arquette. Yes, what'd you think? <laughs> Ashley fucking hated it. Did she? I was like, it was pretty good. It's okay, but it's... To be fair, she's never seen Scream. 
Okay. And she's like, this dude's a fucking piece of shit. Like, why? Oh, the sister, the brother. I'm like, no. She's never seen Ready to Rumble? No. Mm. Well, then she has no reference point. None at all. And she, so she took it as like, oh, this dude did something in WCW once and all this is, I don't know. She was all like by act three. So I, I loved it. That was great. I had a <laughs> But blast. you could see where I was coming from oh, where dude. a lot of it was like, they like tried to manifest certain things to happen. Oh, totally. What, yeah. I was joking with her. I'm like, this is the part Matt was talking about when <laughs> him and DDP are like on the sands of wherever they yeah. were doing. Frickin- yeah. Like, get out of here. What about when he, when he meets up with those Mexican guys? Yeah. And then at the end, they're like all standing on like a mountaintop, just like, yeah, like, posing. And, and like the guy gave him his mask after a match and shit. He's like, I earned this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just got, he showed me his respect. And it's like, <laughs> I liked it. Those good. I did too, and I would, I would watch it again. Yeah, yeah, I would too. What else did you watch? Uh, I watched the recommended match. You did Kobayashi versus Misawa. How was it? Fucking gnarly. Was it? I didn't watch it. Forty minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so here's what happened. I'm glad you watched it because um, I didn't want it to be a dead segment. Um, but truth be told. How did you watch it? YouTube. Oh, Jake gave me a D, uh, Blu-ray. Oh, I was like, nice. it's on the Blu-ray. And I was like, oh, and I meant to discuss that with you. Well, I thought for one, I thought you and me would hang out at some point between last week and this week. And we right. just didn't. Yep. Life got in the way. Um, but I thought we'd get together and watch it. And then, like I said, nothing happened. But um, so he gave me this Blu-ray. And last night I went to throw the blu-ray in the xbox which i haven't turned on in six months and it needed an update and oh, then no. i and then i have no controller charged and i watched bianca belair chronicle instead on the <laughs> <WWE Network>. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about it so no i'm i i think watching the bianca thing's probably the same i oh, just move on it was great no it was it was awesome dude um I don't know if I've seen many Misawa matches. I does, you know? This is probably my first. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple, but. I, maybe you should just save it and watch it sometime. Well, I probably will, but I see it's worth it. 40 minute, 40 minute match. Definitely worth going back to Dude, watch. Dude, we were just talking about something the other day with um, somebody landed on the guardrail. Yeah, it was the last was one, it the one last? of those recommended, recommended matches. This one puts that one. Really? Yeah. Makes that one minor league. Bush, it's Bush League, it's Bush bro. Bush League, bro. Yeah, go back and watch it. I, I, I like that. I will. I still have the I, Blu-ray. I the, I'll figure it out. I did the, oof, 42 minutes, and I'm like, uh, and I was, it was one of those where I'm like, oh, this thing's almost over? Really? I'm, yeah. That's what, sometimes that's the best compliment you can give us, something like that. I you know? agree. It ruled. Um, do you want to get our homework this week? Sure. I promise I'll do the homework this week. You got double homework, dude. You're absent. <laughs> Market tardy, bro. Guys, this is Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Door Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison, and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hey guys, back with another match recommendation, and this week we got a match I can't believe I forgot happened back in two thousand. Hold on, I think he's driving in this one. Totally. <laughs> In WWE, at the Bragging Rights pay-per-view, we had Daniel Bryan versus Dolph Ziggler and what fans voted the match of the year. It actually tied with the HBK versus Undertaker streak versus career match from that year's WrestleMania. Wow. This match is incredible. 
I forgot all about it. I just watched it yesterday. Can't wait to hear what Matt and Adam have to say about it. Check me out on Instagram and at PuroDad. Us three forgot about it? <laughs> like, Well, this is when we weren't watching. Oh, 2010? This is a year before. So, like, we've talked about it before where... Um, you know, we come back into it in 2011. We see Daniel yes, Bryan win money in the week. bank. That's right. That's uh, right. But we're like, who the fuck is Daniel Bryan kind of yes. thing? You know, we didn't know Brian Danielson. We didn't know Ring of Honor. We didn't know none of that stuff. That's true. And Dolph Ziggler can put on a match. We all know that. Oh, so. yeah. That'd I'm, be fun. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to and that. Because it's WWE, that match is no more than 12 minutes. Come on. <laughs> Give them 12 and not a second more. Give them 12. That includes entrances. God damn it. All right. Bragging Rights 2010, Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan. We will watch that. Cool. Um, What'd you watch? I watched. Other and it, than Bianca Belair's. Oh, let me talk about that. God damn it. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I'm kidding. I loved it. Um, they, they talk a lot about her, um, hair. Come on, Adam. I'm sorry. Um, about growing up, how she was like, uh, she was like a big track star. And then she ran into a lot of like, she had an eating disorder because, uh, you know, how do you get faster? You get, you get lighter right? kind of thing. But then that leads to having no strength and this and that. And, um, but no, just, um, Mark Henry is actually the one that kind of like discovered her really um, and realized that she was like a really good athlete. And he's like, I can get you a tryout, but I can't do anything more than that. And she fucking just killed it on this tryout. And I don't know. I've really liked her ever since she was in NXT. Um, it's weird because her, her actual name is Bianca Blair, which is what she started in, X, in NXT as. Yep. And then she actually like dug out like a handwritten her first NXT promo. And it wasn't the EST, it was just called the IST. I am the fast IST. I am the, but then it evolved into whatever. And right. Blair turned evolves into Bel Air. Um she like I don't know, just the kind of shit the message about like it's not selfish to like try to be the best person you can be. Right. I love that. Yeah, like, that's great. That's I, I don't message. know. And she like sews her own gear. Um, I don't know, just I came out of that really liking Bianca Beller. Right. So anyways, um, plus she's married to Montez Ford, who is the fucking. I didn't know that. Like I didn't know the they're best. married, but I yeah. know that they're together. No, they're, they're legit. <laughs> they're like the best couple. Um, I could see that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Be a fun couple. Um, yeah, totally. So I would, and that's, that's not very long. That's like 30 minutes. I watched NXT. Oh yeah. I just watched that last night fight pit um correct me if i'm wrong the last fight pit there's only been one more yeah they didn't start up top did they i thought the same thing i'm like i think they didn't start there no i loved the way they had it set up where like they you didn't even realize it but the fight pit was behind the commentators the entire the entire night yes um <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, it's right there. And they just kind of like turn their yeah, chairs around. Swivel. It's like awesome. <laughs> um, but I love the entrances to where they're just like climbing up this like makeshift <laughs> contraption. Scaffold the, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. But they had like a set of ring steps up top. Like that was the last little jaunt. Of it yeah. A set of ring steps. <laughs> um, but no, they started like the first third of the match. They're wrestling up on there. top. Yeah. And then this bummed me out. But I bet it played better if I was watching it on you know, live on USA or whatever. But 
on the WWE Network, they just like where they would go to commercial, they just come back and they're in the fucking pit. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I bet you they did picture in picture during the stick around like that yeah, gives you something to watch like yeah. how'd they get into the pit i don't know uh but hell of a match like it was fun i loved it and i loved it, the finish yeah the ending was cool it was a cool submission and they like garnered each other's respect i think they're tagging tonight i heard that i didn't um, even i must have missed that i think i saw it on social media okay. a couple days ago or okay. something and um, we kind of thought that anyway, because after the last time they met, it was the old, uh, God damn it, you beat me. Well, but it's God always been I kind of respect you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Dusty Classic continued. Oh, did you hear me joking about Lucha Brothers last week? Yeah. <laughs> what still... the fuck? You're like, yeah, I bet they make it to the second round. They beat Imperium. Yeah. I was very surprised with that. Me too. Um, but they now face... Delagmo Elephant. I'm butchering that. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was just to get these two teams together. Yeah, because that's going to be... this is going to kill it. That's going to be badass. And Imperium, if you weren't going to have them win it, then you might as well get this awesome match out of it. And what's... What was the other guy's name? Uh, Not Walter, but the other dude. Like, he ended up showing up at the end. They're like, what the hell is he doing here? And, like, kind of looking at Imperium like, you guys are fucking up. Yes. It's not Fabian... Is it Fabian Eichner? It might be. I don't know. Um... Also, I think all of the matches were were upsets. Casey Cantanzaro and Caden Carter beat Tony. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And now there was some Io Shirai involvement. Hell, some, right? You know, whatever. Um, and then there was another one. Um, the Gargano team lost. Oh right. Yeah. You think they would have been favorites too? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Upset, but then again, right? you got a lot of. Uh, teams just kind of thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucha House Party beat Gargano and. And what's his name? The week before. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it this week? No, they beat Imperium, dude. Oh, that's right. So who beat Austin Theory and Gargano? Kushida and... Or am I thinking of the mixed tag from the week before? Know. I can't keep it straight, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give him one name. <laughs> Give me Demolition and the Midnight Rockers. Uh, did you... You didn't watch it. Well, you could have watched it. Joe Rogan, uh, Undertaker thing. I did listen to it. I listened to it, too. And I watched part of it. Did you? Well, yeah, because so when it's on Spotify, it'll just show up on my phone. Right, but I was driving the whole time. Exactly. So, so I was running some of the time, so then I'd watch it then. Watch your phone while you're running? Yeah, you oh, you're on a treadmill. treadmill. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> just running down the street. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> That's what I pictured it. And then That's I was like, awesome. wait, it's really snowy. You're probably not yeah, running outside. I did that the other week, too, on our other podcast. Like, I thought you were running. <laughs> Outside, um, what did you? Do? What was your takeaways? Because he definitely was. Just, I think more was made out of it out of some of those comments. First of all, it's a three-hour interview, and the first hour and a half is him just like laying out his injuries and his surgeries and yeah. stuff like that. And like holy shit, too. By the way, yeah. like, the doc comes in, and tells me there's no way I should be lifting my arm right now. <laughs> yeah, like, hey man, I'm fine. Like, yeah. Uh, I liked it. Um, I think I think you're right. I think some of the comments got blown blown up a little more. I, he was just trying to say it's just different nowadays, and I don't think he meant it was bad. I think he's just used to what he's used to. I think he kind of meant it was. You know what? I think he. I don't think he was too off base. Like no, God. but I but I also get the other side of it when 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 these other guys are like, oh well, at least I have friends to, to that are still alive and shit like that. You yeah. Know? So I get that. But yeah. I. I you can't say it hasn't softened up, though. It has, mm-hmm. 100%. You can argue whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. Um, yeah, 
exactly. I mean, he, I, I, I think he's right because, because it, it has. It's it's for, it's not for everyone, and we barely get what we like because what we like isn't right that anymore. And he and and he even said like it needs to be a little more gritty, and yeah. I and I agree with that. You got to do that. But he he did kind of take it a little bit next level where he's like, guys were. Back in my day, guys were bringing guns and knives, and these guys are bringing video game consoles to the locker room. Shit, I don't think we need to go back to that. But I agree. And, and there's nothing wrong with playing video games in the locker room either. No. Um, I don't know. There, there's thirty years, man. Yeah. Don't know whether to laugh or cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I but watched I, Raw. I the was, whole thing. I was entertained by it, though. The no, whole. I was okay. too. And so you saw a bunch of people pulling double double time again this week. Yeah, not as many as last week, I don't think. Well, Riddle was in a gauntlet, so that took up a decent-sized chunk of it. I, f- I swear, again, it was like every couple matches, like, oh. Uh, so there's one that they restarted the match. with. It was like the women's tag or something. Yes. And then I thought there was another one where... I think Sheamus wrestled twice. Yes. I, you know Why? Why? Because they're in freaking Abu Dhabi, dude. No, they're not. They're not. No, that shit was held. All those, all those superstars came and and did a show at the performance center. Oh yeah, because Drew was there, and I seen he was on the card. Yeah, you're right. No, they they held. Those were those were Indian wrestlers, right? Yes. Because like Jinder Mahal had high high billing, right? Um. Yeah, it was a special. For, it was, so I think it aired, you know, prime time in India, but I believe okay. it all emanated from the performance That's center. That's what threw me off because it had one of those weird names, like the greatest Royal Rumble. And you just ever. heard about it. Yeah, it was like, like you didn't hear about it five days ago. You and just heard about it. Yeah, and it's on Tuesday at eight a.m. Like, yeah, no, I thought they went over. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Drew has COVID or did or <laughs> yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> Rumbles on Sunday. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, because the only reason I know that is because it was brought up, like, somebody said, like, well, how are we going to have a decent Royal Rumble? We just shipped a bunch of our stars over to India, and they're like, no, they're taping it at the PC. I was like, all right. You know I'm getting mixed up with Abu Dhabi? Why? Because that's where this UFC fight was. Yes, Fight Island. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, why did I think Abu Dhabi? No, it was an India thing. Gotcha. India. Um... I have thoughts on this uh, Alexa Bliss stuff. Did you watch that match? Yes. There was like several costume changes. The live thing never went away. Told you. <laughs> I said that to Ashley last night. Fast and loose like, with that. Do me a favor. Make sure that lives in that corner. <laughs> While like, um, yeah. So she starts off the match kind of like how she's been looking lately, almost like the. Uh, with the bibs and all that stuff. And then at a certain point, she like the lights go out and she comes back and she's uh like old school goddess Alexa Bliss. Yes. And she looked like very confused. Right. Like she snapped out of and it. And then or it something. happened again and then she was like dark Alexa Bliss again. Yeah, goth bliss. Um and got and took an RKO. Yeah, she did. Um I think the story that's being told here is that Alexa Bliss is Bray Wyatt. Like a soul thing. 
She's dressed she's, like a Chucky doll, dude. She's possessed. <laughs> yeah. I think she's possessed by like, the like, soul. Like Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. And that's how they're going to get away with RKO and a woman on, on television because it's not really her. That's not it's her. Bray. Because every time she says, let me in. Yeah, she says, let me in. And his not voice. Not let him in anymore. Remember right. she used to say that? Yeah. Um, but I think, that's, I think that's the whole. I could see that. I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa Bliss is in the Men's Royal Rumble. Jesus Christ. And, and some lights go out type shit, and then... And then it's Bray? And then it's Bray. Ooh, that's... I like that take. That's good. I, could, I, could I just ex- came up with that off the top of my head, but... Nice. Um, I I could see something like that happening. And I'd, yeah. be, cool, I'd be cool with that. I, I am I could also this. see it happening in the women's, too. Sure. I mean, not going to Bray, but... But, yeah. but out and then she's um, yeah, one of her else. Ooh, what about like she does the three stages of Foley oh <laughs> <laughs> it's the goddess it's yeah. the god it's the Chucky playground yeah it's the uh, bride of Chucky yeah um <laughs> I, I don't know like that I, I, I like as long as you can't have an audience Fucking manipulate shit however you want. Because you can't do this once all the crowds come back. You can't have this big inferno match with us fire fucking shit Time's everywhere. Ticking, You're man. not throwing these wacky fireball. Like, That's right. So you might you know what? Get it in. Do it. Do it. Start teleporting. Start fucking let's get weird. <laughs> yeah, let's get weird. Let's get fucking weird. <laughs> um <laughs> so I don't even think I I watched AEW, but I have no recollection of it. I remember there was that three-way tag team match, which Jericho and MJF won. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, Do you remember um, uh, Paige uh, is not joining the Dark Order? Yep, I saw that. I uh, They already had, like, the cell. John Silver is, like, already ready like for Like, the banner it. came down and oh, shit. They're like, no. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Okay, I did see that. What about... The young bucks go to Kenny's house. Yes, I saw that. That was pretty okay. fun. And, and just Don's there. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll cut you guys a check. Yeah. <laughs> a check. Yeah, that was great. Um, God, it feels like a forever ago that I watched this. Moxley versus like some rando. Like uh, he was in action. Essentially, it was like a. Did it last know. long? It's like no. if I went to get a beer, did I miss it? Maybe could be. It, it was pretty quick, but he had a he also had a, getting the beers is why I don't remember a lot of this. Yeah, it's <laughs> Wednesday night we did two podcasts. Um, he had a great promo at the end though. It's like I, you know, I don't give a shit if you're from Mexico, Japan. All roads in pro wrestling lead to me. And nice. I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, Kingston versus uh, Archer. They get into it, and Jake kind of. Gets Archer's, oh, of course, his back, and I don't know, it's one on one. Is Archer babyface now? He's like middle. He's a they're, tweener. They're fighting tonight, so we'll finally get same rid of that. guys. Yeah, do you know Kingston's never won on Dynamite? Um, at least in singles, makes sense. Maybe because all birth, most but. of his matches have been pretty high profile. I mean, you got the Cody match, the Mox. He hasn't had many matches, really. No, if but you're, not, count, if you're not counting like six mans and stuff, he's had a couple singles though. Yeah, not not weird. a lot, not a lot. That's but weird. I feel like he's due. And then um, the Good Brothers and Kenny beat up Penta, setting up that six man for this week. I think. Well, Penta's out for a while, I guess. Ah. Um, Meltzer tweeted that he was injured or something. He doesn't even think it was Penta that they beat up. Ooh, they think it was just like he's already out, and they needed a reason why he's out. I could out. see that because it was pretty quick. I yeah, mean, you could, if Jericho can pull it off, sure, you know? <laughs> sure. Um, well, so yeah, what do we got? We got the Royal Rumble this week, man. I am super excited for that. 
What are our numbers again? Do you remember? Um, I have them in my notes section. Um, Why did I leave it in your hands? You get it switched up on me. Uh, I have the terrible numbers. I For the men's rumble, I have entrant number six. That's right. That you is have right. entrant 11. 11. For the women, I have entrant number four. Yep. And you have entrant 28. Yes, you are correct then. So there we go. That was a test and you passed. All right. Um, do you have any predictions? Predictions. What do you think is going to happen at this Rumble? I don't know if I can top that, Give me, that Bray Wyatt one. Now. Well, I want to know winner. Who wins men's? Who wins women's? I feel like Daniel Bryan. But he's done it. He's won it before, right? Yeah. Mm-mm. He's never won one. I don't believe I so. I feel like he's won one. No. Okay. Um. I think the one that you're thinking that you won, Dave Batista won, and then there was such an uprising have been Daniel. that Daniel had to go, had to wrestle Hunter early, and then, then got to wrestle. Batista that's right. That's right. Um, triple threat or something. It's like I don't know because it throws me off. Like, look what they did with the Money in the Bank. Like, I know. I feel like all. What the hell? I feel like this is one of those years where we. I could see it going a million different ways. I like Cesaro. Like, he's been kind of on a tear lately, but he's kind of with... I mean, they're not going to do that with him, right? But I don't know. He just beat Brian. Dude, mm. I don't know. I feel like Nakamura's got some push behind him right now. He's won one. He's won one. Yep. Um, What's Styles doing? He's in it, right? He's. In, I'm sure he's in it, but I don't even know if he needs it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I I think... Ooh, um, almost. Almost. <laughs> Who's throwing that guy over? He's not in it, is he? I don't think so. Jesus, that guy's so big. I just don't like the way they're like, I get the, when they pan in on some face. I think it's going to be. And they look up and then it shows almost, you know what I mean? But there's one shot like on, on I think, Gulat or somebody this past week where they, they, they're they on the side of the ring, in the ring, like under the bottom rope. And they put the camera like on the floor oh, to yeah. make well, it. Yeah. I was like. Vince has been doing that forever. But it's true, on, but having, I, having Andre stand on a crate to make him look even taller true, next to him and stuff like that. But this one just looked bad from the floor. I was like, eh, you don't need to. I think, um, I think Bianca Belair wins the Women's Rumble. This documentary must be really good. She's huh? going to win it. I okay. think she is. Uh, strap a rocket to her, dude. She's got it. She's got everything. She checks Who everybody. won last year? Nia? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte won last year. Charlotte um, always wins. For the men, I honestly think it might. Su- I I think the person that wins it may not have even been entered in it yet. I think Ooh. it might be a surprise. I think it might be, it might be a, a Bray Wyatt fiend thing. It could be a Rollins. I could see John Cena coming back. Yeah, I could see Brock Lesnar coming back. Oh yeah, I forgot about Brock. I could see. Um, Remember when he came back and won Money in the Bank? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you want to tell that story quick, real quick before we go? Yeah, one time I was watching Money in the Bank at Matt's house, and then he had to he had to exit early. I had uh, edibles are hard to regulate when you don't get them from a dispensary. I'm just say that. And to him, the next day he was like, "No, you you text." <laughs> You texted my wife and said, tell Matt Brock Lesnar won money in the bank. Well, he wasn't even and, I in. Wasn't, and he wasn't even in the match, and I was so fucking baffled. That's great. It's like, these are really good. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm excited for Royal Rumble, man. 
Me too. And I'm excited to uh, join all of you guys here next week on Dork Side of the Ring. Check us out on the socials at DorksideOTR. Uh, we would really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Check it. Give it, give it. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 